guys. It's Leah from Prestige Worldwide Medical Consulting. I am a U.S. Army veteran, um, physician assistant, and former CMP examiner. So I've been doing this series where I discuss what happens at a CMP exam because a lot of veterans just don't know what to expect. Um, maybe they haven't been to a CMP exam or they're apprehensive about um, just the process in general. So today I was going to discuss erectile dysfunction, which is a subject that is especially nerve-wracking um, for many veterans when it comes to the CMP exam. And um, I wanted to kind of dispel some of the rumors that I hear on different veterans boards sometimes about this type of examination and then provide feedback on the experience I had as an examiner and, and things that um, most veterans can maybe learn some things from when it comes to this type of CMP exam. So when it comes to erectile dysfunction, just some basics. Um, veterans can be service-connected for this on a primary basis or direct basis if they were diagnosed on active duty with the condition, if it's, second, if it's secondary, um, secondarily related to another service-connected disability. So often we see veterans that have um, a service-connected mental health disorder like PTSD, anxiety, depression, um, something like that. Um, they can be service-connected in relation to that or perhaps the medications that are used. Um, for those as well. If it's related to hypertension, it can be service-connected. Diabetes, that's a pretty common one. Um, sometimes back pain, if there is some nerve innervation issues. I think I did a video on that recently as well, if you wanna specifically see info on ED as it relates to back pain. So when it comes to going to the CMP exam, you will likely receive a packet in the mail from the one of the contract CMP companies. I don't think they're doing a ton of VA exams anymore at the VA, but it's possible. <laughs> so you'll receive a packet in the mail telling you where it's going to be at the time, who the um, medical practitioner is that's going to be doing it, whether it's a PA or a nurse practitioner or a physician. And it's going to have, uh, it, it may have um, some questions for you to fill out in advance to bring with you. So you're gonna show up the day of your exam and be brought back into the room and then they're gonna go over the disability benefit questionnaire with you, essentially, and do the exam components that are related to that. They're gonna go over your medical history and do some sort of an exam, which we'll talk about. So if you wanna look at this DBQ, you can just head over to va.gov and you can download the male reproductive organ um, conditions including prostate cancer, DBQ. There's a variety of conditions on this to include erectile dysfunction and some other uh, like prostate cancer, some other conditions that we'll go over, but <laughs> predominantly erectile dysfunction is the, is the main one I've seen done on this DBQ because it's one of the most common um, things claimed, I suppose, that is listed here. So you show up, the first question on the DBQ is, or the first page is basically who the examiner is and how, you know, how they evaluated you. So beyond that, they're going to ask, what is the condition? So erectile dysfunction with or without penile deformity is the block that they're going to check. And then they're going to put your date of diagnosis. If you've never been diagnosed with the condition, they do have the ability to diagnose you at the exam. I would not count on that, but that is a possibility. Uh, so if there's any other conditions that are may or may not be associated like atrophy of the testicles or removal of the testicle, one or two of them, depending, you know, maybe you had cancer on active duty or after epididymitis or chitis, 
urethritis, varicocele, prostatitis, these are all listed here. But if it's just erectile dysfunction, that's what's going to be listed here. If there are additional diagnoses that pertain to the male reproductive organ condition list, so they're going to, if there's something that wasn't listed above, they'll include that information. Then they're going to be asked to annotate on this form the history, including onset and course of this condition, uh, and give a brief summary. So they're going to ask you, hey, when did it start? How has it progressed? Have you had it a long time? Do you feel like it's related to something else? They may ask you some of these questions. So I always find it important for you to, to be focused and to maybe write down some details related to the condition because you might freeze up when you're in the exam and forget something. So then they're going to ask if you take medications for this. Do you take Viagra or Cialis or um, Levitra or some kind of medication for it? And you're going to tell them and they're going to list the meds. Uh, after that, there are some questions about have you had an orchiectomy, which is a testicle removal. Uh, let's see, just going over this. There are some other sections that probably aren't going to be filled out if they're not applicable, like the voiding dysfunction. Um, so when it comes or retrograde ejaculation is on here as well. But again, if these um, can, these conditions don't pertain to you, they're not going to be filled out likely. So now when it comes to phys the physical exam, you do not have to get a physical examination. You can decline physical examination. Okay. Most people do. A lot of people do. So, but you shouldn't be, this is a very common medical condition. So it should be quick. If they do an examination, they're just looking for any deformities or abnormalities, especially if you're claiming there's a deformity, they're going to want to see it so that they can write it down. Okay. So in the physical exam, they're either going to say that it's normal. They're going to say not examined per veteran's request. That is a block that can be checked. Not examined per veteran's request. Veteran reports normal anatomy with no penile deformity or abnormality. Not examined. Penis exam not relevant to condition. You know, because there's other stuff besides ED on this DBQ. Abnormal. If it's abnormal and they reviewed it and then they're going to annotate if you've had a partial removal of your penis, if you've had some other type of deformity or whatever. Um, they're going to discuss your testicles if you review it. But again, all of those blocks that we just discussed about the penis are also here, like not examined per veterans request, etc. Um, the epididymis, if you have a prostate exam because you have a prostate abnormality, if you're doing the erectile dysfunction, examination and you don't have a prostate request or, or problem, they shouldn't probably be examining your prostate. But again, that's provider de dependent. Um, then there's some questions here about have you had any cancers? And have you had treatment for that? And then there's a block about any other physical exam findings, diagnostic testing, like did you have the uh, ultrasound of your testicles or something like that? Lab results. Um, there probably aren't going to be any related to erectile dysfunction. Maybe they might want to discuss your testosterone. It's possible they might, um, if that's been drawn, they might include that. So, and then they're going to sign it. And so that's pretty much it. And so like the most common exam or the most commonly asked question related to this exam that I see is just about, do I have to have an exam? 
It causes tremendous apprehension for a lot of male veterans. And I understand that you do not have to, you can decline the exam. So uh, when it comes to ratings, I'm not an accredited agent or a BSO or an attorney. I'm a medical expert. I just review files and write medical opinions for veterans to supplement their cases. Um, I don't give administrative advice, but I'll go over some of these ratings just because I know that veterans like to know this information. It's all easily researchable on the 38 Code of Federal Regulation. Um, let me see if I have it up. So as I'm pulling it up, if you're 0%, meaning you don't have any deformities, you just have erectile dysfunction, you're going to be entitled to something called special monthly compensation K, which is approximately $110 a month. It might be a few bucks more. Um, I know the last time I looked a few years ago, it was like $108, but I think it goes up every year. So that's going to be in on top of any other disability you get. So if you're 100% disabled, you're going to get that extra special monthly compensation on top of that. Okay. So um, if it's service connected, of course. So you will get, and of course, these are subject to change. And I would have your BSO verify these ratings just in case, because I'm not the admin expert. Um, if you've had both testicles removed due to a service-connected event, you get a 30% rating. If you have one testicle removed, it's going to be 0%. If you have um, ED is due to atrophied testicle, a condition often resulting in reduced testosterone and thus a lower sex drive, you receive 20%. If the condition affects both testicles <laughs> and it, a 0% rating if it affects only one. Um, if you have a physical deformity and that is why you cannot main, uh, achieve an erection or maintain one, it's going to be 20%. And if you had your the glands portion of your penis removed, it's 20%. If you have more than half of your penis removed, let's say you had penile cancer or you had some kind of traumatic um, injury due to IED or whoever knows what, that's going to be 30%. Again, these are researchable online through the 38 Code of Federal Regulation and various um, blogs from accredited attorneys. There's a lot of stuff out there. If you guys have any questions about this, please let me know. I'd be happy to answer. I hope this was helpful. And um, best of luck to you guys on this if you're going in for the exam. Also, you can get your private doctor to fill this out as well, this BBQ, if, in the hopes of not having to go to an exam. That doesn't always happen, but it's a possibility. Um, so thanks for watching. Talk to you guys later.